Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 69, Flank em and Spank em. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, everyone. Yeah. Yes, we're going to be flanking and spanking today. Episode 69, baby. 69, dudes. That's how, that's, how, that's how I like it. I've heard that about you. Little genitals in your mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that not common knowledge? I'm just, I'm just curious if it matters which genitals are in your mouth. <laughs> Everyone needs loving. <laughs> wow, not for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, sorry. That's, that's always my response. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> uh, but you got to pay. <laughs> so uh, so we're back indoors from the garage sale. Yeah, heat. Oh, hot, my God. Hot as balls. Hot as balls. It was hotter than balls yesterday, though. Yes, it was record-setting temperatures yesterday. Yeah, so it was... 87 or something like that. It was not an enjoyable experience. Very yesterday. humid, yeah. Made a lot of money yesterday. Yeah, shit ton of money yesterday. Not so much today. Not so much today. <laughs> no, today was a little... I think I made $15. Yeah, you might be on the high end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the high end of 15 yeah. Um, so we're going to cover issues today. We're going to uh, go over a little bit more listener feedback and uh, yeah, whatever the hell else happens. So. And freestyle right. rap. Right. In uh, one other thing I forgot to mention last episode, I think in June is when we need to do that retro episode where we just cover nothing but the Marvel runs of the three big properties that we've covered. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Transformers and, and Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> Battle Beasts. <laughs> Battle Beasts, right. Battle Beasts and Battle Beasts did have a comic book before the this new one's coming out. Really? I have the issues. I did not even know that. They are not good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They are black and white. They look like a coloring book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but but we'll cover them. We'll cover them one yeah, time. They're going to be free. <laughs> we'll co- we'll cover uh, Battle Beast sometime and and just as a spotlight. Yeah, we could do and, that. Sure. And uh, I'll we'll cover those old issues. But uh, anyways, so uh, how you been? 
good. What about yourself? I'm, I'm here. <clears throat> Making money. Make, not, not today. Any big plans <laughs> for the newfound wealth? Uh, putting it in the bank. Okay. Uh, we probably will go to, out to dinner. That's nice. Uh, That's yeah, nice. Yeah, Take so. the little lady out to dinner. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's both of our stuff, so we're kind of taking each other out to dinner. It's not going Dutch. Unless, she's, call, unless she's calling me the little lady. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes she did when you were inside. Right. I'm sure she did. Yeah. So how about you? I don't know. I was thinking about saving some of it for Baltimore. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'll do big. with the rest of it. Yeah. I, I hate to keep saying that it's going to be huge. And it like and it's totally it's disappointing. Gonna, it's going to totally suck. But in my be, mind, it's huge. In my mind, it's going to be huge. Yeah. So it's kind of like what your wife thought on the wedding night. Whoa! <laughs> in her mind, she thought it was going to be huge. And right. in reality set in, it was more like... <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> but 69, I have to go with it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We're running a theme. Right, right. I balls know. in your mouth. <laughs> no, no balls in my mouth. That's a tea bag. No. Yeah. No, I know that's what it's called. Oh, I'm not yeah. having that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. That's certainly not happening in uh, in Baltimore. <laughs> I got news for you. Daryl Taylor said he was going to Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower me, and I was like, we're not doing Eiffel Tower. Now... Uh, if you have two guys on the outside of the tower and a girl in the middle, I will high five a guy. That's an Eiffel Tower. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. But that's yeah. I'm but not, I don't need I'm like three guy Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that's just that's not happening at it's all. It's the wrong kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong kind. <laughs> it's the wrong kind. That's right. not happy. So let's steer away from that topic. Back to sixty nine. Let uh, let's get into. Uh, we had a few more questions, or we had some questions from the forums as well as from our website. We had some feedback. So let's get into the uh, Jedi Holocron. Jedi All right, Chuck. So uh, th- this question, I think, was long overdue. I'm not sure if we ever asked it well, in the past. But before we do that, we, we have an official sponsor for this episode. Oh, yes. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, we went to the Columbus Toy Show. Columbus Toy Show. Uh, we ran into some friends there that have a online toy, toy shop, and they go to a lot of the conventions and, and yeah. sell action figures there. Yeah, good friend Aaron. Aaron and uh, Ken. Ken Diesel. Diesel, yeah. It's his cousin, yeah. And uh, they have a place called Roma Collectibles. And the website's just... Well, I think it's just Aaron's. I don't think it's Ken's. But well, they work together with they it. They tag so. team it, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's called... It's uh, www.romacollectibles.com, and Roma's R-O-M-A. And what they did is they, they donated for a future prize package a Cobra Commander costume, the hooded Cobra Commander costume... Uh, with all the things you'll need. It comes with a full bodysuit, mask and gloves, cape, two belts, and two leg, uh, leg straps. And these, this is, uh, this is for a full-size person. It's official, yeah. yeah. G.I. Joe licensed material, 80stees.com, Cobra Commander costume. Yeah. So it's very generous it's to donate extra that. extra large. So it'll fit. So it'll fit. They um, donated that, and we're uh, actually going to donate it as part of a contest. Yeah, prize package. So they are our official sponsor for this episode. Uh, and what they do is they have uh, a bunch of uh, current and vintage G.I. Joe, international G.I. Joes. Yeah. Some of the hard-to-find stuff, file cards, missing yeah. weapons, vehicles. So if you need anything or missing anything, G.I. Joe, whether it be uh, you know U.S., domestic, or, or international, yeah. give Aaron a call and... Uh, yeah, they, they let them know. There's a phone number on there. Yeah, there is a phone number. Their phone number is uh, 937-681-2410. And you can email them at romacollectibles at yahoo.com. 
uh, their eBay ID is Roma Toys, R-O-M-A-T-O-Y-S. Yeah, so, so punch them up on eBay. I know they have a store online, too. It takes you right to the yeah. eBay store. So I know for a fact that we both have bought stuff off of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's always in nice, con- really nice condition. The pieces are always there. They put them in. If it's an open figure, it's always in some type of little baggy. A case or something, yeah. Case or something. Uh, so you can make sure that you don't lose anything. Uh, yeah, he was big with the Mini Mates for a while. Yeah. He had a lot of those. A lot of the uh, DC Classics and Marvel They usually figures. take up two or three tables at a convention because they just have a nice selection of stuff. A large selection, yeah. He's got a lot of, uh, like I said, vintage G.I. Joes and International Joes. Yeah. And these are guys that we hung out with at Super Show. Yeah. Uh, had some drinks. I, I think, if I remember right, didn't I drive them back to the hotel? I think so, yeah. Um, it's a hazy night, I don't know. Yeah, it was just... it was. They're awesome. We've guys. known them for a while, and uh, and so again, it's not one of those things like, oh, we're getting paid to do something. It's more like we're part of the community. These guys were like, hey, we'll well, they want to donate. They a wanted costume, to give something yeah. to us, and we said, hey, well, we'll have we'll been sponsor. listening to you for a while. Yeah, we'll so. sponsor an episode then for you guys because you donated something to us to to give out as a prize. So. Uh, there's going to be other stuff in the prize package. Uh, did you want to do the file card thing for the uh, contest? Just anyone that submits a file card? Yeah, we can do that. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so the idea that we had for you guys, because I'd like to do something on the website, and I know I'm way behind on doing all the other things for the website, but we used to have the Jedi Council, which we're still going to have, uh, and that was for people that really got involved with the show or gave us stuff uh, you know, in the show or really just promoted the name somehow, got involved with us. We would put their name on the last tab on our website, which was called the Jedi Council. And there's some people that still need to be updated. I think, what, Dr. Quest? There's a lot of people that need to be John. updated. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So um, so what I was thinking, since I'm going to be op- updating all that stuff anyways and giving it kind of an overhaul, maybe we have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. So what we thought was what you guys could do is you can create your own G.I. Joe file card. Now, that doesn't mean you have to get fancy or anything like that. All we're asking for you to do is to provide a name. You don't have to use your real name if you don't want to. I would prefer that you use your real first name. Yeah. If you want to make up a last name, you can. Give yourself a code name. So you need a name, a code name. Yeah, what's your name, what's your code name. Where you're from. Yeah, what's your specialty. And what your specialty is. Like Everything uh, else we'll make up. Like, I'm (laughs) Ryan, code name, shithead. Right. (laughs) From Ohio, and my specialty is... Is I'm a janitor. There you go. (laughs) I specialize in plumbing. So now it's not the most creative that wins. We'll put all the entries in. Yeah, uh, all, every entry that yeah, you don't have to worry about being creative as long as realize that whatever you submit is going on the website. Yeah. So if you want to be creative because you want something clever on the website, go ahead and do that. I'm not asking you for a biography. We're going to make that shit up. <laughs> but if you want to supply your if own, if you want to supply your own, you can. Just realize that I have free reign to edit it if I feel it might work better or more fun uh i will certainly not i will do my best not to insult anyone or, or <laughs> other, other than chuck uh, <laughs> so it's it's just gonna be all in good fun so like i said tell us in in the email so you email star joe's podcast at gmail.com the name you want for your official name uh your code name where you're from and what your specialty what your is. specialty is yeah like i'm uh Chuck, code name uh, the champ, the champ uh, from Chicago, specialty canine handler, you know, yeah, something like that, something like that. So, uh, gun of choice, spend more of time choice. Than the five seconds Chuck did, and you're yeah, good. Yeah. So, uh, just and all entries us. will go into the hat. All emails we'll, will go we'll in the draw hat. It. 
and you will get the uh, Cobra Commander costume along with a bunch of a uh, couple other goodies a lot of other goodies uh, maybe some free comic book day goodies some free comic books some comic books that actually cost some money yeah because uh, I got some stuff like uh, some stuff that just recently came out from DC maybe some stuff um, from our garage sale that didn't sell right <laughs> who, knows? who knows it could be anything who knows It'll be good stuff, though. It's going to be good quality stuff. It might be a Martha Stewart classic Thanksgiving DVD. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. It didn't sell. It did not sell. Even at free, it didn't so sell. So on the second day, I put it down from 50 cents to free. And still DVD. no one took it. And no one took it no for one free. No one took it. We might do a holiday Thanksgiving uh, movie commentary on it. That sounds like a ball to me. Just saying. Just saying. So brace yourself for that shit now. <laughs> Martha Stewart and the Joes. All right. Uh, never thought it would happen. Photoshop that But you that never shit. thought Strawberry Shortcake and the Care Bears would happen I never either. saw that either. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, that so, was our doppelgangers. Yes. So, we had some comments from the website. Uh, so, I thought we'd jump right into that. This one's from what? Keith. Buy, borrow, pants, pants. <laughs> buy, borrow, 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 snarf, borrow. <laughs> no. All right, so we had uh, one comment. I, I don't know if we went over some of these, but I want to make sure uh, we cover them real quick. Uh, Greetings, Star Joes. This is from Jogan Warrior. Great show as usual. I agree with Ryan that my favorite Beast Wars character is Rat Trap. Uh, my favorite Predacon was Inferno. Do you know who that was? you have any clue? No. He was a giant fire ant. Uh, I would have guessed fire truck. No, fire ant. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I love the way he always referred to Megatron as his queen because he got like kind of fucked in the head. Um, Go with no figure. <laughs> and you hit hit the nail on the head that my wife's name is Lindsay. That was my iTunes review. Oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, I have a Star Joe's question, or Star Wars question for you. Ooh. Uh, I found a couple of Star Wars Rogue Squadron omnibus. Omnibuy. Omnibuy, whatever. I don't even know what the hell it is. Omnibuses. Um, and I remember having a single issue of this series as a kid and enjoying it. Are these worth picking up? What are your thoughts on the X-Wing Rogue, Rogue Squadron series? I've actually read some of that. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's really good, actually. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there's actually a whole series of Star Wars books called X-Wing Rogue Squadron. And they, if I remember right, a lot of the characters from the books are also in the comic books. You don't need to read both. No. But if you do read both, you get a lot more out of it. Uh, it's like a seven book series, I think, for X Wing Rogue Squadron. It, there's a lot of them, yeah. And then, but then there's the the comic book series, which there was like, I think, composed of seven or eight trades, which you can get in the omnibus. I think there's three omnibi for the X Wing series. Hmm. I have the first omnibus because there were certain issues that I didn't have that were in that omnibus, and I was like, I might as well just buy the omnibus. It was like some of the very first issues. Okay. Um, but really good art, really good characters, especially if you're not someone that needs. Jedi's and you don't need big name characters like Luke and Leia and Han, Chewie, all that type of stuff. Um, if you're fine with just characters like Wedge, Wedge, Biggs, Biggs yeah, well, Biggs is dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Biggs bit it. Spoiler alert. Moment of silence for Biggs. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, so yeah, I, I love the Rogue Squadron series. So uh, I'm a his Dak dead too. Big, big big fan. And I'm sure at some, honestly, and at some point, I think we're probably going to do a Rogue Squadron spotlight because of those comics that are out there. Uh, we'll probably cover maybe the first or first and second miniseries or something like that. That's cool. Let's give you guys a taste of that. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, Jogan Warrior also had a comment about the Strawberry Shortcake episode. Uh, he says, haven't listened to this yet, but just wanted to say that I have always preferred Rainbow Bright to Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, no way. Though, no way. Though maybe I'm biased since she was the object of my first masturbatory fantasy. Ah, uh, well then there, yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. I get that. that. If that's yeah. in your spank bank, I get it. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
Um, then we now, have. You remember the, the both of them had a breakfast cereal, Rainbow Bright and oh, Strawberry yeah. Shortcake. Yeah, I did not eat either. <laughs> oh, I did. Rainbow Bright was kind of like Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Whereas Strawberry I like Shortcake, Fruity well, sure they're great. Well, Strawberry Shortcake was kind of like um, Strawberry Puffs, like Cocoa Puffs, but they were okay. strawberry. Okay. It's a very delicious kind of day. Mmm, strawberry shortcake's fixing breakfast. Smells good. It's my new strawberry shortcake cereal. It's berry pink. Strawberry pink. With a crispy strawberry taste. Even smells like strawberries. My very favorite. Most important. I know. It's a very tasty part of this good, nutritious breakfast. You're pretty bright. So are you. (laughs) (laughs) New strawberry shortcake cereal. It's very delicious. Yeah, I'm not, both I'm, turn your milk colors. I'm not good with uh, the strawberry flavored cereals. Oh, they're good. I like them. I'm not not a fan. They um, pinking up your poo. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so then we also had a comment from Roger. He said, uh, "Hey guys, wow, another great episode. Chuck is a great storyteller. You can tell uh, that he has kids. Ha ha ha." I think he was making fun of you for that. Probably. Anyways, keep <laughs> up the great show. Uh, P.S. I have your shirts. Oh, thanks, so, Roger. We have them now. Yeah, again, thank you very much for the shirts. Uh, cherrybombtoys.com. Check them out. But now we're sponsored by Roma RomaCollectibles.com. So. But still, I mean, you know. Yeah, they're both good. One's yeah. in Canada, one's here in the States. Well, yeah, depending so, on where you live and where you're at. Right. Check out both of them. Uh, so, and then this was from Alias Angel. It's 2005. Remember when you said it was Alias Angel, 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 Alias Angel? Right. Well, right. that's how it used to appear. Oh, okay, go ahead. So evidently, Alias has helped me out just by doing Alias Angel 2005. Well, there you go. It used to be Alias Angel Alias. <laughs> and you got like, well, what the hell was that again? <laughs> so Alias said, this is this is different. Haha. This was about the Strawberry Shortcake episode. Thanks, guys, for doing a show on the girls' 80s franchise. No problem. I actually enjoyed the episode very much. It really makes me wish I had a sister to show this episode to. I never saw... Well, just approach women at random on the street right. and just tell them about it. There you go. And then I'm you sure get, they'll appreciate it. And then you it. get a 69 out of it. Yeah, hello. <laughs> I never saw neither of the shows in the 80s, but now I've grown to appreciate these shows as an adult. Uh, I wonder how many of your fans are fem- uh, female audience. None. Had you guys taken, <laughs> taken a survey of your, of your listeners, like the dudes in What's on Joe Mine? It wasn't a survey. That was like a college exam entrance. Right. <laughs> I did that. My God. It's like 50 questions. I actually, there is actually a way for me to do polls, I think, on our website, which I might start posting up some stuff on there in between yeah. episodes. Uh, but let me, let me give you the short and curlies of it all here. We might have It's one, a sausage fest. Yeah, we might have one or two female <laughs> yeah. listeners. Maybe. And maybe. here's how that conversation is going to go. Uh, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, yes, can I help you, sir? Have you checked out the Star Joe's podcast episode on Care Bears and Strawberry Shortcake? Why, no, I haven't. Thank you very much. Can I suck your cock? Well, <laughs> wow. yes, ma'am. Yes, you can. Wow. That's how that's going to go down. No, it's not. That's how I picture it in my mind. I, that, you picture a lot of <clears throat> obscure things in your mind. So he says, anyway, I have a uh, confession to make. Uh-oh. While I don't watch Strawberry Shortcake or The Care Bears, I did watch Punky Brewster TV show adamantly. A shame? Nah. I watched Punky. I watched Punky Brewster. Sure. Soleil Moonfry. She can big, 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 big boobs. <laughs> she has some big ones. Big, big bear. Big bear. Big, big bear cheeks. Big, big, big bear cheeks. Big, 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 big boobs. Come on in. I'm making you a sandwich. <laughs> big. Big. Woo, big. Big? Come on. I'm make a big one. Big bear. Big bear. <laughs> no. True. True. Oh, dear. We're glad you're home, honey. Big bear. Chase. Big Bird Chase! What is he saying? What? Big Bird Chase me! 
Big Bear. And then Big she went and had a, a breast reduction, which pissed me off to no end. Yeah. But, you know, hey, whatever. Just to I save her back. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? So. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember the Punky Brewster cartoon. I remember the Punky Brewster cartoon. Yeah. I'm sure I watched it quite a few times. The little, I don't... Uh, was it Gilmore Glowworm or whatever yeah, his name was? Gizmo. Gizmo. Gasmo. <laughs> Kaka. Or Gasmo. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, a brown kind of alien thing, furry thing, and he I disappeared watched, and he had a beret on. I watched Punky Brewster, the live action show, a lot. The sitcom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched that a lot. I need a Punky Brewster, like, porn. Yeah. That'd work. Like, Slay Moon Fry porn. Right, that'd work. Was she ever in Playboy? I doubt it. She should have been. Uh, Maybe she took the high road. Then we got a comment from uh, Brian. He said, Ryan, I can't believe it took you so many years to see The Breakfast Club. I'm glad that you finally uh, fixed that problem. Yeah, no shit. I agree. (laughs) Uh, Then we had Jogan Warrior. He said, great episode, gentlemen. Shannon seems uh, like a pretty cool guy. I am totally digging his art on G.I. Joe. I was on the fence about it at first, but I think that's because it was such a different vibe than Padilla's, whose art I did enjoy. Uh, yeah, the problem was he didn't speak English, as we yeah, found out. Yeah, Caused problems. There's a language barrier. Uh, I look forward to working with Shannon when I take over the Euro-American Hero title for Hama. Nice. <laughs> he says, I wanted to share my Adam Hughes experience. Oh, I think everyone has one. Okay. <laughs> See, Let's brace ourselves. It was from a few years back. He says, I had a table at Wizard World Chicago where I was trying to hawk a few comics. Okay. The table was right next to Adam, so I sat next to him s- several hours a day and uh, for four days in a row. Uh, I had many. I had maybe said one or two things to him the entire weekend, and he had said even less to me. <laughs> nice. I don't think he was being rude because the man was insanely busy. I don't think there was a single moment of those three days where he didn't have his face on the page staring at cartoon cleavage the most frustrating part well, of, sure yeah the <laughs> most not the most frustrating part of hanging out next to adam hughes was never the never-ending line of nerdy pervs with semi-swollen chubbies blocking my table <laughs> as most nerdy pervs do in anticipation of their very own scantily clad catwoman sketch they nervously stared at the floor or into or into their own spank bank of a sketchbook and didn't even glance at the spectacularly awesome comics right in front of them. They also didn't give anyone else the chance chance to either. Who's going to walk up to a table in Artist Alley when it's seemingly guarded by unwashed, erect fanboys? <laughs> Nerds! Anyway, thanks for, enter- for an entertaining listen. I hope you can have Shannon on again soon. Well, we definitely plan on having him on again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those uh, unwashed fanboys, they kind of sound like a lot of our friends. Yeah. And hey, uh, you know, Jungle Warrior, if, if you want to hawk something, send us a sample, you know, through an email. Like, if you have a scanned page of something you've worked on, you know, and it, there's a website to sell it at, hey, we'll take a look at it. Remember, maybe he was selling Marvel and DC comics, like a vendor. Maybe he was. Yeah, put him on our, you know, yeah, uh, let us know. poster. Well, it sounds like since he's planning on taking over for Hamlin, maybe he was making his own comics. Maybe. Maybe. So, uh,. Yeah, that's my experience, too, with Adam Hughes. I don't think he was necessarily being rude intentionally. Just busy. He was just super busy, but when you have a time for people to line up and get your autograph, you should probably be paying attention to the people that are coming up waiting in that line. Yeah, but if he's drawing half-naked cat women, I mean, you know. Well, this is when he was doing sketches at cons. He doesn't do (laughs) sketches at cons anymore. No? No. You didn't hear about that? I thought he did at the Mid Ohio thing that he there were some people he what, did he did. Oh. This is after that. That was two three years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Um, 
he what he started doing is because he saw what they were selling. People were selling them on eBay because he would do a sketch and then he would find people were just flipping them on eBay for way more. So what he started doing is he, now he does if he's going to be at a convention, he auctions one or two sketches on eBay himself, mm. and then you go pick them up from him at, at the convention. He will not do a sketch at the convention anymore, which in my mind is why the fuck are you going to a convention then? Yeah, weak. Yeah, I'm there to see you and maybe get a sketch. Definitely have you sign something. And you're going to be a dick to me and and say... So I have to send him my book and he just right. takes it back? It's like, and to one... Well, here's the thing. And to one extent, I understand it because people are making way more money off the where he should be making that money for that sketch. Well, can't he just make sketches and put them on eBay? Well, that well, he's selling his... The so right to do a sketch yeah. as on eBay. Why don't he just charge a little bit more? What was he charging? Like 50 bucks, 100 bucks? No, no. He's, he charges a lot. But here's the thing. Then that costs causes the value to still go up higher so then they're still flipping it like if a certain sketch goes let's say for three hundred dollars okay he sells it for three hundred someone else is turning around selling on ebay for five hundred oh okay so now he's just like fuck it i'm only gonna do one or two sketches the thing he doesn't realize is whoever won that sketch is gonna probably flip it anyways yeah and it's gonna gonna be even more rare it's gonna drive the market up because it's limited right and and i think he just did it out of you know being selfish to a to an extent uh, spite yeah well, what he should I understand do is, it. if he hurries up, maybe not take as much time as a sketch, because it's just a sketch. Mm-hmm. It's not a finished drawing. Yeah. Do a sketch and maybe do like 50 to 100 real quick ones. Right. If you can do them that fast, I don't know. The well, fuck, you know? here's the thing, too. And just flood the market with it like baseball cards in yeah. the 90s, and they're worth nothing. Right. Well, here and that would have been another route to go, and I still would have gotten a sketch from him then. Right. Because I like his work. Yeah, you, you know. 25 30 then bucks. Only, then only the fans are actually buying the sketch. Light pencils, 25 30 bucks. Right. And you could say, hey, I got an Adam using my book. Right. But here, here's the thing, though, too. To me, here's. And I understand why but he's doing it. But we're not coming from the other side. We're I not, know. And I'm, we're not looking to flip them and keep them. We're looking to keep them. Well, I'm looking at it from the artist's side, too. I understand his side of it. Like, he should be the one making the money off these sketches because he's the one that's doing the work. Sure. So I get that side of it. I totally understand that. But I get but the other here, side, too. I mean, if you bought and paid for it, you should be able to sell it if you want right well and that's what i was just gonna say is my relation to that is let's say maddie <coughs> ha- sells you know x amount of he-man figures mm-hmm. and then you turn around and you flip yours because you know they only made so many of them because it was an exclusive he-man figure right right let's say they sold it to you for 40 bucks you flip it and sell it for 120 bucks because it was an exclusive right that's like maddie saying well fuck it we're not going to do that anymore now we're just going to sell five of them each year and you're going to have to bid on them on eBay. Yeah, that's kind of crap. That's exactly what he's doing. Is it, you know, it's like it's not my fault that he's not helping as a himself fan, with a public opinion. Yeah, either. it's not it's not my fault as a fan that someone go turns and flips your sketches. Yeah. So why am I getting punished? Cuz like I said that would be the same thing if Maddie all of a sudden said we're not going to sell as many He-Man figures because yeah, you, people are flipping them. That's and true. we should be making the money from them. I agree. You should be making the money from them, but you don't. And yeah. there's a secondhand market. There's always going to be a secondary market for anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, some more comments here. Uh, one from Toygoon. Hey, guys, I really want to listen to this. When are you going to post it on iTunes? This is when we had the problem with the interview with Shannon. Oh, yeah. Where it's a glitch or something. There was a glitch in the system, and somehow the episode like actually disappeared. Like We didn't lose the recording, but... Podbean somehow lost the recording, so I had to like repost it. It's up there now. You should be able to find it, no problem. So, let's see. Uh, Jogan Warrior uh, f- replied and said that he was able to download from iTunes, so that was glad 
on a follow-up. Brian uh, commented saying, how can, uh, in regards to the Shannon interview, how can you not like Young Guns? I love that movie. I can understand if you don't didn't care for the sequel, though I kind of like that one too. But the first movie is great. I won't hold it against Shannon, though. I still buy his books. <laughs> I like Young Guns. I thought it was pretty funny. I like Young Guns also. I like both Young Guns yeah. movies. But I'm not a die-hard die Western person either. So yeah. to me, you know, hey, Breakfast Club with Saddle Sword, sure. Yeah. It was, a, it was a kind of a, you know, spaghetti Western kind of yeah. thing, you know. It was fun. Nerds gets chicks. Oh, my boy. Uh, last comment here that we have is uh, he says, What a great episode. I actually picked up the Adam Hughes Ghost series and some Adam Hughes signed Ghost comics. Uh, the, the reboot will be epic. Uh, I finally caught up on my Real American Hero series. I gave up on the other titles. I know next issue of Turtles will be Shredder-tastic. Love this show, guys. Been catching up on a bunch of comics. Later, Nerds Gets Chicks. So, uh, Nerd's good, been keeping up with Real up. American Hero. That's yeah, good to catch up. He yeah. dropped the other Joe books. Yeah, sorry about that. Cobra's good. I like that. Yeah, Cobra's fantastic. Yeah, hey, budget reasons, you never know. Yeah, you never know, so you can't uh, fall together. Or if he's just not enjoying it, hey. Yeah, maybe he's that, reading 12 other things, who knows? That happens, too, where you just, you know, I'm not enjoying this book, so I'm not going to get it anymore. Uh, all right, so I have some questions from the forums. Okay. Uh, this one was the one that's way long overdue. Oh, Lord. Uh, Green. I think you answered it, but uh, we never asked. I don't think we ever asked this one on the show. What do you get? Uh, what's the champ's favorite hemorrhoid cream? Oh, yeah, Tux. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried them all. Tux was the answer. Okay. Uh, we had one from, uh, and that was from X, from Altered Egos. Yeah. So uh, then we had kidding. <laughs> one, from, uh, one from Bill at ETM. He said, so what do you guys think of the new Teenage Alien Ninja Turtles movie that's coming out from Bay? Yeah. Here's... We've talked about this. Here's where Ryan goes on a nerd rant. No, no, we've talked about this. Yeah. I have to wait to see what happens. Right. If if it's just that they're giving them an alien origin in the sense of the ooze is alien, yeah. that's fine because that's kind of, I think, where it originally it's kind came of what from happened, anyways. Yeah. Right, right. So if that's what they're doing, that's fine. If the turtles are actually aliens... And jump off a spaceship... Then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I won't like that. Because that's not turtles. Right. Those are aliens. And they were four little... And ninjas. Earth turtles who yeah. happened to get into some mutagen. Or get mutated by an alien spacecraft. I'll even accept that. Even yeah. if turtles got mutated by an alien spacecraft, I'll handle that. But if it's aliens that just kind of look like turtles, so we call them turtles... Yeah. And nin- they learn ninja Reptilian ways. species. Yeah. They learn ninja ways because ninja is an earth term. Yeah. And if they're aliens... Ni- uh, uh, and then as long being- as it has go ninja in it somewhere. And, <laughs> and then being teenagers, I don't... Like, again, I have a whole problem if they're aliens. Because it's like, why are they teenagers? Or why are they referred to as teenagers? Why are they referred to as turtles? Why are they referred to as ninjas? That's all earth stuff. And even mutants. If they're aliens, they're not mutants anymore. So yeah. you just eliminate Unless they're everything. mutants on their own planet. Plus, I heard that it's going to be called Ninja Turtles instead of just Teenage Mutant Teen- Ninja, yeah, Ninja Turtles. Ninja yeah. Turtles. Because they feel the shorter name is going to be more recognizable and marketable. Which, In which case, I'm like, that's bullshit. This has been a property that's been around for about 30 years. Yeah, it's called TMNT. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's been around for, well, at least 25 years it's been around for. Maybe so, yeah. about 87, I think, is when it started. So... It's been around for 25 years. I think people know what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are. I don't think you have to shorten it for a recognizable name. No. So the more I hear about this project, the more I get pissed off about it. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll, I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, the closer it gets to it, the, the and the more I hear about it, that'll determine more of if I'm going to see it or not. True. So, because uh, if they go the whole alien route where they are aliens, I, I'm out. I'm totally out. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm not going to see it. I'm out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Straight Edge He-Man had a question. Nice. If a good She-Ra slash Princess of Power comic series came out, would you buy it and cover it on the show? Yes. Even if a bad one came out. <laughs> well, my answer is a little more complex. The answer is yes, Ryan. If Well, I, I would say yes in the sense that it would be covered on the show if you were buying the issues. I'd buy it, yeah. Okay. Me buying, <laughs> me buying the issues depends on what it is. If it's like geared towards it's like Eternia Earth Two, no, but if it's like geared towards little girls, like Strawberry Shortcake is, I'll buy it. I'm not buying it. I'll buy. It. We can. I'll read it and sure. we'll cover it on the show because you're going to be buying it. But if it's like, like I said, if it's very kitty and very like, well, it wouldn't be that. It'd be age appropriate, I guess. It would be you know, not necessarily teen or not well, necessarily. They could, they could be gearing it towards little girls. They could. They could make it like a Polly Pocket style or something like that. I'd still buy it. That's what I'm saying. We'd still cover it on the show because you would be buying it. But you wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it. Now, if it's being done... You'd wait for the hardcover? No. (laughs) If it's being done like the new Masters of the Universe comic's going to be done, uh, I would totally buy it. Well, sure. I think that'd be a good way to do it, too. Um, And be, uh, you know, Eternia and Etheria. Just have, like, Earth 1, Earth 2. Yeah. Just two different planets. Make her a badass... Hero of she is of that badass hero. But I'm saying if you did it like a Polly Pocket style or something like that, oh, she's yeah, not gonna yeah. be a badass. She's just gonna be this cute little a cute hero. Yeah, yeah. A cute little. Yeah, I'm not gonna read that. I mean, I'll read it for the show if you buy it. But. Right. We so. need Greg Horn to draw that. <laughs> never mind. Never just mind. Neat. We'll get Shannon to draw. He said he's not opposed to drawing naked women and stuff Hot like that. Shiras. Right. Um, so that's I all. Pick a blue. That's all the questions we had. That's all the questions and comments. So thanks everyone for commenting. <laughs> yeah, keep them coming, sending them in, and uh, we'll we'll keep reading them and making comments. I don't think we had any iTunes reviews. Yeah, send them to starjoespodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. And while you're on the internet, go ahead and check out romacollectibles dot com. Right. www.romacollectibles.com dot com for all your GI Joe needs. Right. International and domestic. File card accessories. Weapons, vehicles, right? Play sets, right? Blueprints, comics—they <laughs> sell it all. They sell it all. I'm not making it up. They sell it all. Yeah, we did not have any new iTunes reviews. Come on, people. So I don't have to say anything nice about Duke. Come on, what's up with that? Evidently, people don't like Duke. Everybody loves Duke. I'm just saying. Duke's the man. I'm just. I'm just saying. Come on, we can't have this. Maybe I think uh, John maybe did. Let me. I'm just updating real quick here. I think he said Duke is cool. Say something right. You may have. Your show is cool. Five stars. Say something nice about Duke. Uh, John did have one on March 25th. I don't think we addressed it. So Read it. So uh, he says, I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan and was looking for a podcast about Joe Comics. Artist extraordinaire, noted podcaster Robert Atkins talked about Star Joes on his blog. I listened and got hooked immediately. Ryan and Chuck have lively conversation about all 80s properties, comics, toys, shows, and movies. All of it. I've learned a, a bit about some properties that were popular after I got a little older and was more interested in the ladies. <laughs> They're good guys that have built a community I really enjoy being a part of. If you have the slightest interest in Star Wars, Joe, Masters of the Universe, Transformers, Thundercats, Voltron, among others, give them a listen. You can't go wrong. 
I'll John, agree with that. also known as JT Three Fan on the forums. I'll agree with that. So absolutely, that, yeah. thank you very much, John. That's yeah. very kind of you. So I gotta say something nice about Duke. Huh? Yes, yeah, something great. S- something, something super. I said nice. Something epic. <laughs> something epic. Epic. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's done 69 many times with Scarlet. Hell yeah, he has. Is that good? That's awesome. But Ooh. I need something epic. <laughs> Give me something. Give me where Dukes come through in the clutch. Give me some. Uh, uh, he's taking over GI Joe right now. Yes, yes. Hawk's stepping off. Hawk is stepping down on stepping the ongoing. Down. Yeah, and Duke's and taking Joke's, over. Duke's taking over the uh, the Joe team. Yeah, commander in chief of the Joes. Right. So you know that's awesome. He's he's taking his rightful place. Yes. Thank you. How about that? Yes. He's not playing second fiddle to Hawk anymore. He's right. taking over number right. one until Flint comes by. No. Nope. <laughs> Actually, it looks like Flint, from what I've seen in previews, and so that Flint's going to be a main focus in the Cobra book. Yeah, he's going to go to Undercover Janitor or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I keyed, I keyed. So, uh, so, all right. So, there's there's all our feedback. Yeah, uh, thank you, John. Thank you. Want to get into some issues? No, let's just call it a day. All right. <laughs> all right, we'll, all right, we'll go one or two. One uh, or two. And we're going to uh, let's, so let's go into our From Springfield to Tatooine. From Springfield to Alright, Chuck, we got a lot. We should have went for the... Uh, a the, lot of fucking issues. The Gallant Gap, because we got a... Oh, yeah. Cover, yeah. Yeah, Gallant Gap. Uh, well, I can I can bring that up later. We'll, All right. We'll go over these issues first. Let's do some issues first. Let's do some issues first. Let's Springfield to Tatooine first. All right. So... My kind of town. Wow. Springfield. All right. So... Do you want to even like talk about what happens in these issues? <laughs> it's just a daunting task. We have twenty three issues here. It's too many. So we'll just kind of. Sum- we're not going to cover comics we'll, anymore, guys. We'll, no. we'll quickly summarize them. Quickly. quickly. Um, all right. So we had GI Joe number eleven. Bye. I have as a bye. Solid. And this is where uh, Flint and Roadblock were, you know, having the bats come at them, and they. It's a continuation. They blow story up the bridge the and, and all that. Yeah, it's the Cobra Command story. Part um, seven, I believe. Yep. And then there's a, that huge explosion. Remember, they were in the the one uh, Nasdaq or whatever it is. <laughs> the Nasdaq. <laughs> They're on a stock exchange. <laughs> right. uh, Nanzao. And they. That's that. This is the issue where it blew the hell up everything. Yeah, they thought they were gone. So yeah, it just completely blew up that. Um, so yeah, I had this as a buy. It was. It was just a great continuation. Definitely a cliffhanger at the end of the issue. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we had Snake Eyes uh, number 11, part 8 of the Cobra Command. What would you give this one? That's a buy. This was a buy also for me. Um, this I might actually, not to you know, jump no, off the rail ahead. here, but uh, once Cobra Command comes out, I think it will be traded. Yeah. I might pick it up as an individual trade. Oh, that's cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, this is the one where, again, we're continuing the, the whole bat situation. But we're also getting glimpses of Snake Eyes meeting up with Storm Shadow, and they actually have a conversation, and that's where Storm Shadow kind of reveals, look, I need your help. Yeah, we need to find out, uh, kill the Hard Master. Right. And, so, and yeah, let's go play Buddy Cop again. I need again. to kill Zartan. Yeah, let's go play Buddy Cop again. Right. Um, now, I did hear that the whole situation between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow is supposed to be very different than anything they've ever done before with right, these characters. Right. And since they've already done the whole, they they partner up to be good guys and t- 
take on Zartan. I feel like it's going to be a little bit different than that. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but Helix... But the, the only one who knows is Helix. Helix is the one that sees Snake Eyes shake hands. Yeah, everyone is presuming that Snake Eyes is gone and, right. and deceased. Right. Because he did run off with Storm Shadow. And yep. Helix doesn't say that he's alive with him. Right. She just says he's Which gone. we don't find out till later. Yeah, and she so just we're says... We're not at that issue yet. She just says he's gone. We're not at that issue okay, yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jumping ahead. So that's what like it's, this, it's a good this it one, should be yeah. all in one trade. This I would one, pick it up and read it. Yeah, this one the Snake Eyes issue just leaves off where she sees they shakes hands and she just feels like okay he's I don't want to say turn traitor but kind of just like he's not one of us anymore. He's left. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Cobra number eleven, which was the final issue of Cobra Command. Would you give this? You mean number nine, part nine of it? Part nine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a buy. Yeah. Uh, same here. I thought it ended really well. Uh, just basically, Cobra Commander is in charge, and he is looking to take down G.I. Joe. He is looking to make life hell. The one thing that was really, really cool in this issue, the whole Major Blood thing. Yeah. Where Major Blood was plotting a whole scheme with uh, Serpentor and Tomax, and then he finds out that they turned traitor against him. So he goes running off in the woods, and... Uh, he actually surrenders himself to like a convoy that he sees, and he actually shoots the one guy in the face. So they would arrest. So him. they would arrest him. Yeah, because yeah. they were like, "Oh, we're not. That's not what we're here for, and everything." Yeah, else. we're not here to take prisoners. Right, yeah. and he goes, "All right, then." Boom, yeah, boom. Shoots the guy in the face. He says, "Okay, now you arrest will. me." Yeah. Then we had um, uh, GI Joe number twelve, and this is the Cobra Command like aftermath issue. It's the wrap up. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give this? Bye. I gave this one a borrow. No way. No um, way. That's solid. It was a good wrap-up. They introduced... The first part of the whole book is they, they say all the names of the fallen. Yeah, that was and they, cool. And they throw in Snake Eyes and Scarlet's all um, teary-eyed. I didn't and that's like, how we learned how uh, Hawk is stepping down from the Joe team and Duke is stepping yes. up. Yeah, I didn't mind that. It had a lot in it. Zartan's taking over for Cobra yeah. as the face of Cobra. The, the, that had a lot the, in it, dude. The weird, the weird... It was a high bar, but still... Like, it was a little weaker considering the high it came off of the main story. No, I, I was right into um, there. I, even if they put that part in as part of the trade out, that's great. Well, I'm sure they're going to. Um, the little face smashing thing with Zartan was a little... Zartan, yeah. little, little over the top for oh, me. that's okay. Um, but then he kills the guy. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I also felt like they made... Duke, I mentioned this to you before. I felt like they made Duke look a little stupid. I know he was awestruck when Hawk says, I'm leaving and you're yeah, in charge. Yeah. But they kind of made, uh, to me, it seemed like he came off across as a little dopey. Well, again, I mean, And I don't think Duke should come yeah, across as dopey, so. He's a, you know, field command, you know, sergeant, you know, he's got to come off like that and he's got to replace, you know, General Hawk who's in charge and right. basically, you know, with all the, you know, paperwork and crap yeah. like that and getting things and. I don't but, know how to do that. I'm a, I'm a field general, a field commander, yeah. you know. And then we had Scarlet hugging Hawk. Because and... she had a, a tender moment with him. I know. And I it know. was like, I, I'm not Hawk your, you know, general. Yeah. I'm Hawk your friend, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that you lost Snake Eyes. You must hurt. And you know? then bringing in the guy that can get stuff done for them. The scrounger. The scrounger guy. And yeah. To me, it was a little, that part was a little hokey. I liked it overall. I, the, I really the thing liked I, it. The thing, the thing I really liked was the very ending where basically was Zartan's Zartan's the face of Cobra. The face yeah. of Cobra, and he's like... The public face we of need, Cobra. We need to bring down G.I. Joe. Cause yeah, because they blame all this on the Joes. They blame everything on them. So, so at least it was, it was good. I love the whole storyline, everything that, that happened and everything. But like I said, it was just... The, the aftermath issue was just kind of like... I think it's because I was coming off such a high of intense action. 
I don't know. That I, it was, I enjoyed it The a fact lot, that it was yeah. quieter made me, you know, pull back a little bit. Then we had uh, Cobra number 12, which was a, the, Cobra's issue aftermath. Uh, what'd you give this one? That's a buy. That's the buy. This is my total buy. Total buy. This is. Uh, it's like a lost it's a summary. Chuckles. Yeah, it's a summary of Chuckles' life. Everything. Well, I wouldn't say of, of his life. Oh, yeah, it is his well, life. Yeah. It, it goes back to when he was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he was kind of like. A little pudgy kid. little pudgy, yeah. average kid who never did well in school. Yeah. Uh, decided to just bust his ass and everything. Uh, Hawk's basically reading, you know, everything, uh, reading a note of everything that happened. A dossier that he dossier. left. Him, yeah, that he yep. left. So uh, he it, typed it all up before he his last mission. Yep, and he left him with one last joke. <laughs> yeah, read the joke. Yeah, he says, "How many uh, brigadier generals does it take to screw in a light bulb? Only one. Uh, he just holds it in place, and the whole world revolves around him, making a little joke at Hawk. Yeah. Hawk's expense. And Hawk laughs at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So that that was the yeah, that wraps command. up the whole chuckles story, the whole you know thing right. very nicely. I, I total buy on that one. Yeah, that was that was, that awesome. was an awesome issue. Um, I think there's been a, the Snake Eyes one that's come out. But I don't have it here in the stack to go over, but right. we can well, go over in the future do one. The, uh, Jeju infestation or something. Uh, yeah. Well, why don't we finish up the infestation? Because um, yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just cut that turn out. All right. So we had Teenage Ninja, Ninja Turtles infestation two, uh, number one. Uh, what'd you give this one? A borrow. Um, I gave this one a buy. I gave it a borrow. Um, it was okay. Yeah, I liked it a lot. The couple reasons I liked it a lot. One is the art style reminded me a lot of Mike Mc, Mike Mignola 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 McNugget. No, Mike Mignola. I like barbecue sauce. Uh, he's the creator of Hellboy. Oh, uh, he has this type of art style. So I liked it. It was good. Yeah. So the art style reminded me of that a lot. Um, to me, this seemed like. Again, like the Transformers one was, just monsters in the sewer yeah. that the turtles are taking on. Yeah, kind and of it, a little standalone little yeah, just like Ninja Turtles story. Didn't really have a whole lot to do with infestation other than it being Cthulhu yeah, creatures. Yeah, a couple of filler issues that reminded me but of But these yeah. really could have just been mutant creatures in the sewer and it would have been just as good. Yeah. So so I, lo- I really like the first issue. Now, the second issue I gave a borrow to. Yeah, uh, second issue is a, a, a borrow, very low borrow. Yeah, um, because much like the other infestation issues, this one just kind of wrapped up real fast. Yeah, um, again, they're only two issues, so they have to kind of have to. Yeah, but. it just kind of wraps up with you know Donatello coming home after the big battle. I mean, it, they literally go from a battle panel to they're back home. They're back pizza. home eating pizza and watching TV, and there's a little mutant rat at the bottom. That is smiling, so it kind of hints that maybe this isn't all over yet. But guess what? It is. It is, yeah. G.I. Joe Infestation 2, number one. Uh, borrow. I gave it a high borrow. Yeah. Because there was elements of it that I really liked. It's better than the second one, I'll give you that. Yeah. Second one, I gave a snarf. I did, too. Here's the things I really liked with this. Because I hope they kind of adopt this somehow into the regular ongoing. I love About crystal ball. I love how they make Cobra the idea of Cobra Law cool. Yeah, yeah. because Kinda being a it's a, a loony psych ward. It's a psych yeah. ward for Cobra agents. So it's and that's just the street it, name for it, or right? It's yeah. short for uh, Cobra the, Lunatics or, or Cobra La La Land. Yeah, because La La Land is a slang term for a 
crazy place. The, the, you're in, the you're nut in, house. You're in La La Land. Yeah. The nut house. So I like that. I kind of hope that they keep that element in the Joe books, that there is this Cobra La station where they keep the psychos. I liked some of the characters that they ended up using. Like, Raptor was actually kind of cool. The Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball was yeah. really cool. Um, like, this is a... Ra- I never thought they could make Raptor cool, and they actually made Raptor cool. So that's what kind of gave it a high borrow for me, is because there's things I liked in it. Now, the actual them taking on Cthulhu shit... Yeah. That's yeah. where you kind of lost you me. You lost me, yeah. Um, I would just give it a, a borrow. Yeah. Um, the second issue... Snarf. 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 Um, it... You know, you you have them taking on all these creatures, and the uh, everyone gets possessed and becomes one of the creatures. Yeah. Snake Eyes doesn't because Snake Eyes, of course, can Snake control Eyes, his yeah. mind, and Rocket Scarlet Eye, almost yeah. shoots herself. And yeah, it's just it's bad. It wraps up really quick, and then it again like the turtles issue. Uh, it doesn't totally end like we thought it was going to end. Now, if I saw those at a like a dollar bin at a con. I would pick up both the turtle books before the Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm the same place. Infestation 2, number 2. Yeah, bag of dicks. (laughs) This might be worse than the first uh, infestation. I don't get it. I don't get it. The whole thing is there. Put everybody in the same book. Right. Well, that's that's my biggest issue with this ball ball pack of shit right here. (laughs) This big flaming turd. (laughs) I made up a new term for this. A ball a ball pack of shit. shit. <laughs> Put Leonardo, Bumblebee, Snake Eyes, Prime. Well, here's what you have. Put them all in the same issue. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The cover of this issue, there's only one cover. I mean, there's a retail incentive cover. Who's on the cover? But the regular cover has Bumblebee, a giant Cthulhu monster, Snake Eyes, Raphael, and a vampire that I assume is from Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. Or maybe from 30 Days a Night, but I think it's Dungeons & Dragons. Guess who does not appear in this issue? All of the above. All of them. Yeah. Who's ex- in the issue? Ex- except the Cthulhu monster. Yeah. Know who appears in this issue? Who? Tell me. Danger Girl. There you go. Who doesn't appear on the cover? Danger Girl. Danger Girl. Well, who's getting a crossover with G.I. Joe? Danger Girl. Right. <laughs> who's buying a Danger Girl G.I. Joe crossover? And I don't even know why Danger Girl. We are. <laughs> Danger Girl is in here for the same reason that the, the Cthulhu monsters were in the other tie-in issues. Titties? No, no. <laughs> she's doing one of her jobs, and she runs into a Cthulhu monster. Yeah. Has nothing to do with the main story no, no, no. or anything. They stop the creature, the Cthulhu transition over because one of them has the ability to do so. Surprise, surprise! Because of something in his heart, he's able to give his give his heart to like the Captain cause. Planet. Yeah. And from South America, my team with the power of heart. He's able to give his heart to the cause. He, of course, survives. And then they put, of course, the end for now. Well, guess what? Question one. If they do infestation number three, I am not buying I am not buying shit of it. Because fool me once, shame on you. (laughs) Fool me twice, shame on me. Now, I will say the tie-ins were better this time than the last time. But they, again, had nothing to do with the main story. Nothing to do with the main story. Except creepy Cthulhu-like creatures. So, yeah, look for this on eBay, guys. <laughs> nice package. But, uh, yeah, it, I, it's already got my nomination for Worst Story of 2012. Oh, yeah. so. It won last year. Well, yeah, we don't know if it won last year because... Yeah, thanks, Deemer. Fucking forums went down. <laughs> In case you guys are wondering why we didn't reveal who the winners were of the, the Roadhouse Awards, because the forums went down, they never came back, and we lost all that data. So we, we kind of think we know. We kind of think we know, but there were some that were kind of close. So 
We're just saying, fuck it. <laughs> so, Robert's the best Joe artist. Larry Hammond's the best Joe writer. The best moment of Star Joe's is when we got Larry Hammond to record the promo. This no. Is Larry Hammond, you're listening to Star Joe's. No, it was, yes, it was awesome. Fuck you. It was. It's the best. But that's not what one. The I don't most care. Votes. It doesn't matter. They're all gone. <laughs> the worst turd was Infestation. And the best cover is whatever you liked. <laughs> I think it was that Darth Vader cover. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. So, speaking of Darth Vader. Smurfs rule. We got, <laughs> wow. Go with it. Uh, we got some, a uh, lot of Star Wars stuff to cover here. So we got Crimson Empire 3, number 5. Oh, yeah. What'd you give that? Solid buy. Yeah, solid buy. Um, this is just, Crimson Empire series is just a good series. Go out, buy it, pick it up. Smack, uh, they're it, doing... smack it, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no! <laughs> I need a body bag. <laughs> um, they're doing the uh, the trade, Crimson Empire 1, 2, and 3. 3 in a hardcover. Right. Uh, they're all going to be batched up, bo- boxed up together. Batch tied. And, and you'll find out that in Crimson Empire 3, there's references to stuff that happened in Crimson Empire 1 and yeah. Crimson Empire 2. Check the dimensions of the trade before you place your order. Yeah, it's going to be a smaller size. It's a smaller size trade yeah. because it's meant to look like a book on the bookshelf. Right, right. Um, so in this one, Leia thinks that Luke died. Leia finds out Luke didn't die. They have to go rescue the one senator's daughter. They don't save her. She gets killed. The end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, we find out that they're about to be invaded by this new empire that tried to recruit Kirkanos. Right. Um, so they're in a shitload of trouble, basically. So that, that's what happens. That's the short and sweet That's the short and curlies of it. Then we have uh, Asian of the Empire, number four and number five. Uh, I gave a borrow to both four and five. Really? I did. I gave... High borrows. I gave a borrow oh. to uh, to number four, and I gave a buy to number five. Okay. Uh, I thought it wrapped up well. Uh, so the, the thing that made number four a borrow for me... Was I felt like they had a jump the shark moment, which was the bug guy. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, uh, this guy Cross. He he basically you know hooks up with the the daughter thing. Uh, the the daughter thing. The daughter thing. Don't call me the, daughter. The daughter of you know the daughter of the main uh, ambassador whose wife new wife had been killed mm-hmm. previously. The one thing I thought was really cool in this issue, which made it uh, definitely made it a borrow, uh, was is the rack on the. <laughs> no, <laughs> we found out the his background. We found out why he joined the Empire. Right. What happened to him as a little kid? A little every, flashback. Everyone yeah. has little kid issues. Um, <laughs> Whoa! But then we find out like the big bad guy is this this robotic bug looking thing, which I was just like, okay, I'm out. Roach. <laughs> Who ends up taking over Inga? Yeah, the bad guy's a roach. He he's able to control robots. The include, robot, yeah, including Inga, which was uh, which was his robot, and they're left at a cliffhanger there. So, like I said, it was it was a borrow because I liked finding out about his background. Um, Again, not much you know going and, on except for the the, the robot thing. And now, and issue number five, I thought wrapped up really well. You know, they take on the robot, they defeat him, of course. Uh, he Inga sacrifices herself. The ro- uh, his his droid protocol droid yeah. Pro- uh, not protocol droid whatever protocol droids are pussies same um, thing <laughs> so uh, and then he hooks up with the girl uh, at the end yeah just like a James Bond character would yeah uh, so it was very James See, Bond I, I thought it could have went a little bit more that's why I only gave it a borrow well like, we're gonna get uh, he's gonna come back in another miniseries called Hard Targets 
Oh, okay. So at the end of it, it mentions hard targets. So we're not done with this character. So. That's why I only gave it a borrow. It, you, like you said, it wrapped up kind of nice with that one story. But then it's like you're, you're laying there, and I, there's more to it. I mean, there's the more whole, to tell. Yeah, the whole base explodes. Uh, Han swings by to pick him up. Him, him and Chewie pick him up, and he gets the girl. They kiss, and they fly off into the sunset. Yeah. But it does say Jahan Cross will return in hard targets. Yeah. So they're not done. They're well, not that's good. They're not done. That's good. The Transformers will return after these messages. Welcome to a collaboration between the GeekCast Radio Network and the Pop Culture Network. This is From the Command Center, the podcast. I am your host, TFG and Mike from the GCRN, and joining me is Zordon himself. Uh, oh, wait. I mean, Scotty Cash. That's right, Scotty Cash from the Pop Culture Network, and today we're introducing you to the audio version of From the Command Center, the podcast that will tell our intake on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the episodes, the seasons, and all that other good stuff. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, geekcastradio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on geekcastradio.com. a fan of gaming? Then check out GCRN's first ever gaming podcast, Extreme Retro Gaming. It's your one-stop shop for emulation, retro, and modern gaming. Here talk on your favorite games from classic consoles to current day. The show will feature one-shots on a single game every single episode. So stay tuned in for Extreme Retro Gaming, only on the GeekCast Radio Network. We now return to the Transformers. Um, speaking of not being done, we still got more Star Wars. Go with it. All right, so we have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic War, numbers three and number four. So what'd you give number three? Ah, you're not going to like it. <laughs> What's that? I didn't like either one of them. Really? Yeah, not really. I liked number three. I did not care for number four. I gave number three a buy. Really? I gave number four a snarf. Yeah, officially, it, it's it's low borrow snarf. Yeah. I gave it a low buy, but here's the thing I liked. In number three, we had the return of Griff. Yeah. We had the return of the robot. We had the, re- you know, we had the return of the um, Trandoshan that was, was in the first series. So we were starting to get back to the roots of these characters. And, but? But... Then we didn't. <laughs> there you go. Well, no, but like it's like cameos. They were they were in that issue. They helped out with the situation. We started building up to something, and then issue number four came out. Yeah. So issue number three, I like because it was building up to stuff. Issue four came out, and they did this whole trick scheme thing to get on board the one ship, and they tricked them into thinking that they were contaminated so that they would they evacuate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then basically, we were left finding out that their ship's about to get attacked because they know that. Their, uh, the rest of the battle fleet knows that they fucked with them. So, right. um, so that's why I was like, Ugh, like you didn't even fight your way on board. <laughs> like, <It> is, yeah, <laughs> there was no like 
you pulled out a lightsaber and you didn't even use it. He's <laughs> not the droid you're looking for. Right. Uh, so then uh, we had, and depending on how you feel about this one, we might have words. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Jedi, number zero, number one, and number two. Uh, what'd you give number zero? A borrow. I gave that a borrow also, because it is just a it's reference book. It's just a book. reference book, It's yeah. a reference book. If you like reference books, if you like something to flip through that you know shows certain characters and what to be prepared for in the series and everything else, I would say it's a buy. But if you're not really into reference books, if you just want a comic book, yeah. this is a borrow. It's just something to look at, check out. Um, I like reference books, but I still gave it a borrow just because, like I said, I don't think it's for everyone. Now, uh, number one, Dawn of the Jedi. Snarf. Did you really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. This was a total buy for me. This, I didn't like it at all. This is my second favorite out of all the no books. No kidding. After Cobra. You couldn't been wronger if you tried. Uh, you're nuts. No, I didn't like it at all. What made you not like it? Any of it. What? I didn't like it. What didn't you like? Uh, come the on. The art's fantastic. It's, eh. Uh, what do you mean, eh? Uh, it's typical Star Wars art. It's not. No, it's not typical Star Wars art. Yeah, it is. It is not. For me. The art's fantastic. I don't know, dude. It's dude, the art too is, many. The art is by Jan Dersema, who is a well-noted Star Wars artist. The art is phenomenal. Did I you just say not phenomenal. like? Oh, it's phenomenal. After Did, reading, after reading what we've read before with recognizable characters that I know, is it because it's not recognizable characters? Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, and I'm like, well, who the hell are these people? Well, they introduced them. It's a new era. Well, yeah, this I mean, era's never been touched before. So, what did you give number two then? Uh, a borrow, a low borrow. Oh, jeez. At least this one had a little bit more action. Well, yeah, it had more action, but the first issue setting up characters for you. Um, I love the character of Zesh, which is the the Jedi Hound. He's, like, hunting them down. They're known as Jedi in this time era because the Jedi haven't been formed yet. Um, so they're just known as J-E-D uh, apostrophe, apostrophe A-I-I. Yeah. So Jedi. Um... I love this series. Yeah, I didn't care for it at all. Maybe you're just not for expanded universe stuff. I don't know. Maybe. I I think if you want high action, I'm going to post some of this art on the Facebook pages, and you guys can let us know if you think it's good art, great I'm art. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying, saying it's saying great. It's, it's, just, it's what I've come to, you know, it's Star Wars art. It's awesome. <laughs> it's way better than uh, what we were getting in Cobra Command as far as art. Oh, yeah. yeah. As far as art. I'm not saying as far as story. I'm saying but as I mean, far as that's that kind of fit the book. But yeah, um, there's some wonky faces in there, sure. In Cobra Command. Oh, Cobra Command. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I, I, again, I love. I, this. I just basically. I don't recognize that. I don't recognize the time period. I don't recognize. It's any a brand character. new time period. It's never been. But that's recognized what I'm saying. I, I, eh. It's never been recognized before. Yeah, I'll pass. So we're <laughs> we're delving into it. I'll pass. The whole idea behind this is that there's multiple planets in this sector where people that were Force-sensitive were collected and taken there. They don't know why. They just were delivered a message, get on the ship. They get on the ship, and they go to these worlds. And they go through a whole history of, like, what's been happening on these worlds since then. And there's different apprentices, and their idea of the Force back then was you learn some... you, you Take some good, you take some bad, take, you them, take both. them both, and there you, you have, have the facts. Yeah. Life, yeah. So no, but you you learn the light side and the dark side. You don't just focus on one. And the second you start focusing on just one, you you lose your balance with the force, which I think is great for later on in the Star Wars saga, where you know uh, Anakin's supposed to bring balance to the force. And to me, him bringing balance to the force was always 
he's bringing the dark where the rest of the Jedi have always been the light. There wasn't a strong enough dark presence to keep a balance going. Mm. So, at least that's how I always interpreted it. But I I love these issues. Like I said, I'm going to post some of the the uh, art up on the Facebook pages. I'll scan some of the stuff in just so you guys can see it. Um, you learn who these new characters are. They're they're forming a little team. They're forming a little, especially by issue two. They're forming a little unit, little alliance, little alliance with each other to take on this Zesh guy that showed up, who's just the precursor to some of the really bad guys showing up. Yeah, again, I like I like two better than one. I didn't really care for one at all. I, I definitely want. Uh, there's a couple of these characters like Zesh in that that I would love to have an action figure of. So, yeah, I'm looking at this from from that perspective too, like. Oh, more characters, more toys. How badass have they made these characters that I would want a toy of them? Yeah. So I, I loved them. I, was, I think you're crazy. I think you're crazy. Are you drinking? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm drinking. All right. So I might as well get something else out of the way that you don't really care for. <laughs> Voltron time. Voltron number four. And then we had Voltron year one, number one. So what'd you get Voltron four? I snarked it. Really? Yes. Wow, you are just full of hate, lately. I know. You need to go hang out with Daryl Taylor. Wow. Because I didn't really care for it. I gave it a borrow. I, I, I gave it a borrow. <laughs> it's, like, it's ultimate book. I gave it a borrow. No. Um, I think it was really good. Uh, elaborate. <laughs> it, it, it gave it gave us the origin of Zarkon. A lot more of the origin of Zarkon. Uh-huh. Um, more of his of what was happening on Earth to cause the invasion. Uh, we found out more about Voltron the Lion and how it was formed. Uh, and then, like, basically, we also have uh, Keith and the rest of the pilots showing up, and they blast everyone to basically get command of their lions again. So I thought it was a, it was a good, solid story. It wasn't great, but it was a solid story. I, eh. I liked it. I, overall, that bed Voltron, Voltron. I, I just don't really care that much for that one. You've been hating on the Voltron. I just don't care that much for that series. Uh, I, I think it's good. I think it's a unique take on Voltron as far as where Zarkon came from. Because we never really knew that other than him being an alien been, before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we find out that he was he may not have been an alien. He was yeah. a human that got changed. All right, then we have Volt. I'm afraid to ask. We have Voltron year one, number one. Borrow. I gave this one a buy. I give it a borrow. Um, I like this better than the regular Voltron book. I did. Obviously, that. you yeah. do. <laughs> um, this focuses on just the pilots uh, yeah. before they were even the pilots, and it focuses on Sven, who yeah, who, who died. Who died? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> well, he doesn't die in this issue. No, but um, but we know it happens. We know it happened in the cartoon. So he basically is Sven is worried about a mission they have coming up because he feel he's always afraid that he's going to be the cause of death for his team. Yeah, this is like the. Voltron that we kind of knew growing up a little bit more, yeah. like the old school. To me, this is how, at least this is how I perceive this this issue, or this what this book is going to kind of be like. It's almost like a futuristic G.I. Joe special missions. Like, you get mm. to see the pilots, you don't get to see them with Voltron, but you get to see the pilots, and they're, they're doing espionage stuff. They're not, you know, they're sneaking into bases, trying to, uh, to complete missions. Uh, in this one, they're they're trying to rescue this this guy out of a prison cell, but of course they get stopped because the alarms start going off when they didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, and basically, Sven's nightmare that he had at the beginning of the issue is starting to come true. Yeah. So I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, borrow. Like I said, I, li- I like it better than the the, the regular Vol- Voltron book so far. After one again, issue, it's only so. one issue. Yeah. yeah. 
Then we got Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number eight. Bye. I gave this a buy, I believe, as well. I'll double check my list here. <laughs> Make yeah, I gave it a buy. Checking it twice. Yeah, I gave it a buy. Yeah, bye. Uh, this one is basically... Go out and get you some turtles. Yeah, this is basically the turtles fighting the Mausers. Yep. We get kind of a recap of some of the things that happened before that led up to this. There's some Baxter Stockman love. Baxter Stockman love going April on. April O'Neil and uh, Casey Jones. Got a lot of Mauser bashing. This is where our title of our episode came from was Flank em and Spank em. Uh, it's a Yeah, one of the orders given by the turtles. Yep, and at the very end, uh, April O'Neil is introduced to the turtles and she passes out. She faints. Uh, Casey brings her down to the sewer, introduces her to yeah. the turtles, and she just faints. Yep. And I will tell you, you want to read, if you got the Leonardo one-shot, micro-series episode, uh, issue, you want to read issue number uh, of Turtles number eight first, and then read the Leonardo book. Yeah, uh, we covered the Leonardo last time. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't? I you, thought we did. You have it to read it. I've already read it. You have not read it. Have I not? You read Donatello. Donatello. Okay, never mind. We have Leonardo's the last one of the micro, of those micro series okay. of the turtles. Right, we're going to get Splinter, and we're also going to get Casey, Casey Jones, Jones yeah. coming up. So, um, but yeah, so we'll cover that next time we cover issues the mm-hmm. Leonardo book. But I read it, and like I said, it takes place right after issue number eight. I almost feel like it should have been in the in the series. Uh, last but not least, we have the Transformers issues: Transformers More Than Meets the Eye number three and Robots in Disguise number three. Would you give more than meets the eye number three? Uh, borrow for both. Uh, I actually gave a borrow to both, but I gave a, a probably a high borrow to Robots in Disguise. Yeah, because uh, I like the art better on that one. And this more than meets the eye, it was good. I wish. Here's the thing: they changed the artist. The artist is now Alex Milne, but he's still drawing it like it was Nick Roche. Yeah, it's he's still still drawing it in in that cartoony style. Toony, human so, facey. I wish we, I would. Yeah, I wish we would get Alex Milne drawing like he does when he draws for covers. Yeah, which he used to do. Um, but he's drawing it in the Nick Roche style, which is not my favorite. Uh, I like the story. There's these books you have to sit down and take a good half an hour to read. <laughs> there's a there's lot, a lot of, going on. A lot of going, lot going on. A lot of words. Uh, one thing that's been really fun and enjoyable is seeing the alt modes, the the vehicle modes, because yeah. they're all Cybertronian vehicle modes now. Right, right. Um, basically, I mean, even with the panels, there's a lot of uh, things to look at, a lot of art, a lot yeah, of images. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they take on ba- they basically take on the Spark Eater in this issue, which we mentioned last time, uh, and they they take it down. The big surprise at the end of this one is Tailgate, who was the Transformer who was missing six million years of his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he decides he wants to be a Decepticon. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, I really enjoy it. If you enjoy comics, purple just looks better on them than red. Right. <laughs> um, now the one one little page on here. There's one big panel that reminds me of Alex Milne art, which was like a flashback when Cyclonus is talking about the days of the Decepticons taking on the Autobots, and uh, it's just really awesome art. And like I said, that's the Alex Milne art that I'm used to seeing, and I wish that that's what it was like throughout the whole book. So, but like I said, it's, it's not that it's bad art, it's just not my, my cup of tea. Um, but the story is really good. There's a lot going on every single issue. Like I said, if you want just good, solid storytelling, though, these Transformer books are chock full of them now. On the Robots in Disguise, this was uh, art was Andrew Griffith, who I like his art a lot better. He, I like his art a lot, I should say. So this is where we got Starscream saying he's joining up with the Autobots. Uh, we found out that uh, the planet's getting bombarded with uh, like almost 
earthquake like hits, but it's through uh, power zaps that are happening. And they discover it's coming from one of the moons of Cybertron. So they actually are able to blast the moon and, and find out and stop all the, the earthquakes and deaths that are happening. Um, and that's basically it. It was a good story. Yeah, it wasn't, it's a it wasn't yeah. great, but it was a good story. Right. Uh, number four looks like we're going to have uh, Prowl showing a little bit more of his darker side again. So, cool. so number four might be more intense. You were mentioning the Gallant Gap. Yeah. So let's take a look at that. Mind the Before we do that, though, uh, it might be a good time to everybody hop on the internet and take a look at RomaCollectibles.com. <laughs> Check them out for all your G.I. Joe needs. RomaCollectibles.com. All right, we got the uh, gal- the Gallant Gap. We were mispronouncing his name the whole time. Too. Yeah, Gallant. Gallant. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we didn't cover Real American Hero yet on the, in the issues because I didn't finish reading them yet. Yeah. But that's okay. So, we'll hit him next time. We'll get a big chunk. But considering how many times Chuck has not read issues, I felt okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, true. True. You bitch. It's truth. Yeah, well, I speak truth. I speak the truth, my brother. All right. So, I'm opening up previews here. I got to get to the G.I. Joe. IDW section. Yeah. Get to the G.I. Joe. And let's see. Real American Hero. Yes, it is going to be the 180 issue. So we've got we have Scarlet, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, Stalker. The and they're all wearing badges. The Comic Con pass. So I guess they're going to San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I think they're going to enter the contest. They're going for the cosplay cosplay contest. contest. Maybe yeah, they'll win. I think they have a good chance of winning. Maybe they'll win. Yeah. Uh, there's Optimus Primes in the background. I think there was at least a robot in the background. We're going to go with Optimus Prime. Nice. So evidently he's going to appear in the issue. Whoa. So so that'll be good times. Yeah, so maybe they're going to... Maybe they'll do what Infestation 2 didn't do. Whoa. Wow. Put everybody in the same boat, yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're going to try to stop some Cobra guy, and he just probably barrels into the Comic-Con to lose him, and they have to go through. And yeah. They're like, you don't have any passes, and Snake Eyes like... Because he doesn't say nothing. Because <laughs> that's how Snake Eyes rolls. And Scarlet's like, do you know who we are? We're G.I. Joe. And they're like, oh, yeah, oh, you're the guys. Yeah, here. You, you are the ones that we aren't supposed to like anymore. So. Yeah, here's your passes. Sorry. Supposedly, uh, supposedly, supposedly, this is where we make our uh, our intro into yeah. the comics. <laughs> well, it's like 180 issues. Yes, what Only the fuck? 180. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> uh, one last thing. Uh, well, actually, two last things. One, three. Let's go three. <laughs> oh, I got two last things. Well, we got to plug Roma Collectibles again. But three. <laughs> right. All right. So, all right. So, ammo dump. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of fiber. Okay. So I read Earth 2, number yeah. one. Yeah. I read Dime, Dial H for Hero, uh, number one. Uh, and I Or Dial H, it's just called. And then I read uh, World's Finest, number one, and GI Combat, number one. What'd you think? Earth 2, number one, is fantastic. Okay. It's absolutely phenomenal. I, I put it up there with what Justice League number one was like. It's definitely a unique take on the Justice Society. It seems like they're forming the Justice Society. I don't want to reveal anything. Okay. But it seems to me like that's what they're doing. They're trying to form this new DCU's Justice Society on Earth, a uh, separate Earth. So you're not going to have the 1940s. They got together to fight Hitler. Yeah, sorry. It's none of that stuff. So if you're you're hooked on that old style, go to old issues then because you're not going to get that with Go to the back stuff. bends. Yeah. Um, World's Finest... 
is awesome, and I think you almost need to be reading Earth 2 in order to really get a full picture with World's Finest because they really tie into each other a lot. Uh, Dial H was, I don't want to say it was bad, but it was just, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the one guy becomes a hero because he dials in a phone booth the right numbers, and he's like, who even uses a phone booth anymore? But he was like in an alley and desperate, he's going to dial 911, and he ends up pushing a bunch of buttons and ends up dialing uh, hero. Then he tries it again, but he didn't remember what buttons he pushed, so he tries all these different things, and he gets a different word combination, but it's the same numbers, and then he realizes those numbers spell out hero, so he becomes another superhero, because um, it only lasts like a few hours, the powers. So yeah, But he was a chain, he was a smoker, and he becomes this smokestack hero. And and so it was kind of weird. It was it was interesting. I might pick up the trade if I keep hearing that it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to buy issue number two, but I but I might get a trade of it. Earth two and World's Finest, I will definitely keep getting. Uh, and then GI Combat was pretty cool. Uh, GI Combat they go into North Korea. I think it was North or South Korea, one of the two. And because they there's like a blackout area in there. And they were, like, thinking that the Koreans, like, have developed some type of weapon and they're blocking things out for purpose, on purpose, so they send a unit in just to observe. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're getting attacked by pterodactyls and their their helicopters go down and then they, two guys survive from the helicopter and they go into the woods and they're trying to get out of that area. Like Predator. And all of a sudden they, know, they come across some noises and they hear tanks and everything else. And they look, and it's their units, but their units are fighting Tyrannosaurus Rexes and Triceratops and stuff yeah. like that. Well, it was pretty cool. The art's really good on it, too. And then you have Unknown Soldier, which is the backup feature. Right, right. And that is awesome. Because the only thing I don't like about it is they kind of give an origin to Unknown Soldier. And I thought I felt like the whole idea behind the Unknown Soldier is... he's unknown. You don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. But Could they, be anybody. They never revealed his name, which is good. I would have been mad if they revealed his name, but yeah. they, they kind of revealed his whole childhood. Like... What got him made him to be? Yeah. What caused his face to be scarred? That he has to wear bandages and why he's kept his himself like unknown. Yeah, it's Snake Eyes. But he's a total badass. Oh yeah, very much. Well, Snake Eyes probably was based on him because I think he was around first. Unknown Soldier was around first. Whatever. So Snake Eyes. (laughs) So so if that issue is really good, I would say um, if you're not a dinosaurs, borrow it to at least read the Unknown Soldier part because that one has nothing to do with anything super right, right, natural right. or anything like that. It's just straight up soldier stuff. The art's really awesome on it. Um, if you're into dinosaurs, you, you, you're fine with dinosaurs versus army men, which is basically something I played with as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I think the Unknown Soldier is going to, you know, carry that Dino book. It could. Yeah. But like I said, the art's really good on the the dinosaur side of it. It's the it's the war that time forgot, basically is yeah. what it's called. And if you were a kid that had the little plastic green army men and you had the little plastic dinosaurs as a kid, you probably already played this stuff out already. The, I did not intermingle. My I horse. know you didn't intermingle, and I never had the plastic dinos. <laughs> you know, uh, you know no. I don't get you. I ammo dumped Aquaman number nine, okay, which was good, and Justice League number nine. Which was good, and it, Justice League actually had the Shazam uh, Part Two backup in it. Was it number nine or number eight? Was it? Yeah, eight. 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 I'm sorry, because okay. nine's not out yet. Yeah, Aquaman eight and Justice League eight. Okay, both really good. Yeah, both really good. And like I said, in Justice League, you've got the the backup for the whole Shazam, the Billy Batson. Yep, I like where he's a like little moving. Print. Yeah, he's moving in. The orphan ladies taking him to move in with a new family, foster parents, the yeah. host family, whatever. Yep. Yeah. 
And then and he meets the other kids. There's Mary's there. Yeah, the other kids are there, yeah. Freddie Jr. Yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah. And they show the tiger. Yep. But it's, like, not them yet. Right. But, yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah, I thought it was really cool, too. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention was a quick Star Wars blaster shot. Holy crap. Yep. Everywhere. Duck and cover. Really? Um, so, you know I really love the show Supernatural. Okay. And they do make a lot of Star reference, Star Wars references like here and there in the show. But there was two back-to-back. Like, they did one in one episode, and then they did another one in another episode. Uh, basically, their mentor guy that uh, kind of took on a father role, his name is Bobby. He died. And his ghost has kind of been there a little bit, kind of watching over them. But they, they kind of sensed him, but they weren't sure. Well, this one episode... He's reaching for this one sword that can defeat this... Uh, Dean's reaching for a sword that can defeat a monster. And all of a sudden it slides to his hand. And so later on he's talking to his brother Sam and he's like, I think Bobby's still here on this plane. I don't think he's he's gone, moved on. And he's like, what makes you say He says, I jedi that sword into my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next episode they got to go... They got to get this hard drive uh, that this one guy that was helping them got murdered for. And it's taken to this guy's name is Dick Roman, and he's uh, not Roma like Roma Collectibles. Yeah, but Roman. Roman, his like name's the soldier, and he's he's a Leviathan, which is a really bad spiritual creature. They take the the hard drive inside the main buildings, the company of this guy, and they're like, but there was a tracking device that they were informed about, and they're like, oh, where where's the tracking device showing? And it's like, oh, it's it's. Uh, right inside Dick Roman's office and Dean goes great right in the center of the Death Star (laughs) (laughs) so nice little Star Wars references there back to back so I thought I'd mention it Uh, like I said Supernatural has a lot of Star Star Wars references as well as like hard rock references and just really cool stuff so again just recap our contest really quickly Uh, design your own file card basically your name your code name, where you're from, what your specialty is, send it to us. We'll put your name in the hat and the hopper yep. for uh, Cobra Commander costume and a couple other goodies. And the Cobra Commander costume has been brought to us by Roma Collectibles and RomaCollectibles.com. Check out Aaron and his friend, Aaron uh, Dietrich. And again, it's www.RomaCollectibles.com. Uh, on eBay, the eBay ID is Roma Toys. And uh, let's go ahead and give that phone number one more time if you want to call and place an order. 937-681-2410. Again, that's 937-681-2410. RomaCollectibles.com. Cool. All right. Got anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. Uh, right. Good day, garage sailing. Uh, yeah. you know, played a little hooky from work. Yeah. It's nice. Well, not hooky. We, we got paid. Took vacation yeah. days. Vacation days. <laughs> um, got, some, got some paid at work and paid at home. Yeah. Just to give all our information out, you can find us at starjoes.com. You can communicate us every day at the forum for geeks.com. So that's F O R U M F O R G E K S dot com. G E E K S. Two E's and geeks. Yeah, G E E. That's what I said. G E K S. Whatever. It's late. It's two E's and geeks. If you didn't know that, you're not a geek. <laughs> <laughs> You've been called nerd your whole life. Right. You can find us on Stitcher Radio, the smart way of radio. Yeah. It, uh, it's a free app for your mobile devices. It's in a lot of GM models. 
You can also find us on geekcastradio.com, which is where there's us as well as What's on Joe Mine and a lot of other podcasts are on there that love these type of 80s properties and some some of the 90s properties. Yeah, again, uh, hey, special little shout out to the What's on Joe Mine crew for celebrating episode 52, one year of podcasting. Yeah, there you go. So congratulations, What's on Joe Mine. It's not easy to do on a weekly basis, that's why we don't do it. That's why we don't do it. (laughs) Congratulations, guys. Uh, Yeah, definitely congratulations. So we've we've definitely built a a good friendship with those guys. At least I have. As as much as I (laughs) Gary and I email each other, man. Oh yeah, constantly, constantly. But uh, but yeah, I mean, as much as we might give them shit, sometimes we expect it back from them. So uh, good natured ribbing, but it's good natured ribbing, exactly. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, Facebook, we have a profile page and a fan page. Fan page is where I'll usually update photos and stuff like that. Profile page is where Chuck will do whatever the hell he's doing. It's how I roll. Twitter, uh, it's at Star Joe's Podcast. I'm twittering a lot more, especially in the evenings. It'd be tweeting. Tweeting, uh, twittering, twe- tweeting, I don't care. Twatting. I'm responding to people. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasuring myself. Commenting on stuff, on puppets. shit I'm doing, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Beating up the count. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, let's see, what else we got? Uh, iTunes. Voicemail, iTunes. iTunes, please leave us an iTunes review. Subscribe in iTunes, and this way you always get the updated episodes when yeah, they come out. Yeah, it's the easiest out. way. It's the easiest way. Who wants to go there every time? Just, just right. subscribe. Right. Voicemail, 440-941-JOES, J-O-E-S. That's 941-440-941-J-O-E-S. Joes, uh, leave us a voicemail. We had a lot last episode, so we'd like to get some more. We'll always respond to them. So Sure, they'll get played. Uh, send us an email at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can send your contest entry. Yeah. There's What's the contest cutoff date? Contest cutoff date, uh, let's say... June fifteenth. We'll give people plenty of time to come up. Give May, them, June, June fifteenth. We'll, okay. we'll give them about a, a little bit of oh, about a month. Yeah, June little 15th. over a month. Okay. Little, little over a month. So this way, and we'll remind you guys in future episodes. So this way, to give you guys plenty of time. Yeah, we'll put it on Facebook too, on the forums. Yep, absolutely. Can they can they uh, submit on the forums? They can. I'd prefer if they submit through email. Okay. Just so this way, it's a surprise to everyone when it finally goes on the website. All right. So uh, I'm so, going to have my wife. Uh, Producing like a file card, file looking card thing, font, looking symbol. Thing. Yeah, okay, all right. So this way, I can actually like insert it in there, and it should just be a matter of typing their stuff in there, right? And then posting on the website. So that's all it should take. That'll work. Um, we'll supply our own photo. Yeah, of you. Yeah, unless you have one that you want to supply. It's going to be like crankcase. Ag- yeah, again, if, <laughs> again, if you want to supply a photo or if you want to supply your own bio, you can do that, but you're not required to for the contest. Uh, just realize that anything you. Submit is the property of Star Joe's, and we can mani- Star Joe's Inc. And we can manipulate it any way we want. But again, it'll all be in good fun. It won't be at anything to uh, to piss you off. So <laughs> unless you're ultra sensitive, then there's nothing we can do to not piss you off. Unless so. you don't like Beast Wars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, other than that, uh, we'll go ahead and close by saying the Force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Later.